Hello, welcome to Bear Not Broken. This is your host, Bonnie Ruth, and I am so incredibly excited about today's podcast. I have been able to do a collab with my friend Mary over at Roaring Mama. If you don't follow her on Instagram or Facebook or listen to her podcast, I promise you want to start now. We were able to sit down together and just encourage one another, first of all. And secondly, we had a chat about bridging the gap between being a mom and being a childless woman. And how do we have friendship in the midst of that? How do we get into each other's lives and able to encourage each other even though there's differences? We wanted to give tips and tools and help you navigate conversations that maybe you're needing to have with friends or family as you walk through this journey of infertility. Maybe you're a mom listening and you really want to be able to connect with your friends who are walking through infertility or childlessness. I hope that you'll be able to engage with us as you listen to this podcast. And I promise there's such authenticity in Mary's heart. And it was such an honor to learn from her and to be able to show up and share my story with her listeners and for you as Bare Not Broken listeners to hear her heart. She is an incredible woman and friend. So lean back, take in exactly what you need from our conversation, and I hope you'll be able to engage with us so you can then go and have the conversations and navigate the relationships so that they are successful in your life. And I cannot, like I tell people, I cannot even begin to understand the scope mm. of what you've been through for 19 mm. years. Mm. I mean, I can, it, it, to be honest, like, you know, in my heart, I'm like, man, God, I wish there was some, like, maybe I can pray. Mm. And, and yeah. then, no, I have to understand, like, that's the journey that you're going. That's through. right. Yeah. And I just yeah. have to be okay to say, hey, I'm right here with you. That's right. It may That's I right. may want something different. You may want something different, but yeah. I'm right here standing with you. Yeah. And it's also like what we were talking about is help me be there for you. Yeah, exactly. How can I be there for yeah. you? Because yeah. like I said, like you said, it's like, you know what? To certain people, I know it's like, okay, for the people who are like, you know, praying for a child, hearing me say I was not excited. It's yeah. kind of like, how can you not be excited? Yeah. But it's like us. It's a wide spectrum. That's right. It meant something different for you. Exactly. Exactly. To me, in that moment, it wasn't a, I'm super excited. Let's make this happen. Trust me. Like the second and the third one now, I was just super excited because I'm like, oh my gosh. One month in, when I finally had to break the mold of what my life, I had to realize that this is just what the enemy wants me to believe and start to say like, no, this is a blessing. I should be excited. That whole change. It changed. But it's kind of like, you know what, we have to understand that not everybody is where we think they should be. Yeah, that's exactly right. The biggest part of healing comes when I say, I want to step into where you are. Yeah, I shouldn't have to say, hey, Bonnie, why don't you come and understand what it's like to be me? Or yeah. I, you shouldn't feel as if, okay, Mary, you have to really understand exactly. what it's like to me. But yeah. I can just say, hey, I want to stand next to you. I may not yeah. travel the same path as yeah. you, but maybe yeah. I can walk alongside yeah. you yeah. and just be a support system when you need me. Yeah. And so I think that was where like our conversation, when we started talking about, it, I was like, man, a lot of, a lot of us need to hear that. The Ron Mama community right. needs to 
hear that because you may have a friend who is dealing with infertility and that doesn't have to strain your relationship. Well, you may yeah, have that's a exactly right. Who has gone through a miscarriage or who has yeah. chosen this path of being, you know, living childless? Yeah. And saying, this yeah. Is the path that God has had me on. And I'm just going to travel yeah. it. I'm going to travel it with in yeah. purpose, not feeling as if this is not, yeah. I'm not a woman. And that's what society yeah. also makes you feel. Uh, You're less than because yeah. you don't have kids yeah. or you don't understand how to parent yeah. because you don't yeah. have kids. And no. Yeah. Like, or you don't have anything to do. You don't have kids. I'm like, oh. I have a job. I have to make my bed. I have a husband. I got family. I got nieces. I got that girl. I'm busy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like we always feel as if there's like, oh, you haven't arrived. You're not in yeah. the car. You're not there yet because yeah. your, your story or your journey mm-hmm. doesn't look like mine. Yeah. And I think that was our, our purpose for this is like, we need yeah. to break that mold. Like it's yeah. not, it's no. not. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, you know, I'm going to share a little story. So my husband and I just went to Hawaii for our 20th anniversary trip. And on the second to last day, we rented a cabana and I was so pumped about it. I wanted to rent this cabana the whole time. And I, we rented it and it was like super sunny and beautiful. It was a little secluded right on the water. It was like the perfect cabana. Okay. Well, it starts raining halfway through the day and we have it for all day. Oh, no. So not going to lie. Initially, I was kind of like, you know, a little annoyed and feeling a little frustrated and it was starting to rise a little bit. But I was like, nope, I'm, I'm covered up. The rain's not getting on me. I have this beautiful view. And so my husband's like, hey, I'm going to go. There was a saltwater lagoon pool. He's like, I'm going to go get in the pool. I was like, sure, whatever. I'm trying to deal with my attitude over here. So he goes and he gets in the water and he comes back a few minutes later and he goes, I don't want to experience this without you. Mm. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, this is so cool, babe. Like, come with me. So I, I, we went and it was just the two of us. We got in the pool. We got in the hot tub. It's raining. The water's warm in the pool. It's beautiful. And it was one of the most peaceful, beautiful moments that I had on the entire trip. And I share that to say, I think a lot of times we miss out on linking arms together as women Mm. because we're comparing what we don't have that the other has, or we're frustrated because the other person can't understand what we've been through. Yeah. And they don't actually have to, to link arms. They don't actually have to. And so I think we miss out on experiencing really beautiful things in life. Um, I could have sat in my bad attitude and sat in my frustration of what I didn't have, what I didn't get, what I didn't understand. Like, God, why did you let this happen? And instead I got in the water and I had one of the most beautiful moments with my husband. And I think friendship is the same way. Yeah. Like we, we can have beautiful moments where I come alongside you, Mary, because Maybe your son is going through something really difficult and you're feeling overwhelmed and frustrated and maybe sad or insert whatever the scenario might be. Yeah. And you're, you're feeling it. So when we are in that kind of emotion, we can't always see clearly. And I might get to come alongside you and get to say, Hey, don't forget your son is actually this. He's brilliant. He's kind. He's bright. He's fun. He's got so much purpose and life on the inside of him. And I get to remind you of that. Guess mm-hmm. what? I'm not a mom, but I can yeah. still declare to you 
who you've said and who I see your son to be. And walking with you throughout a difficult time can look very different when you're open to my voice, even though I'm in a completely different season, purpose, time in my life. Yeah. And I think it's reversed. You should be able to come and speak into my marriage or speak into my dreams and my purpose as you have, regardless of if you're a mom and I'm a mom or vice versa. Like, and so I don't know. I just, I hope that can paint a picture for us of like when we start feeling frustrated in our friendships that we, and I met with my counselor today. Cause girl, I mean, a girl needs counseling. <laughs> Let me just tell you, Ooh, um, yeah, <laughs> girl, I got a good one. I'll send you a number. Um, but like we were talking about that, like how can you bring yourself back to that place of peace and connection? And I just, I hope that as we continue in the conversation today, that the listeners will open up their hearts to find ways to connect in beautiful moments. And like you were saying, don't let what triggers or what's different be the thing that hinders you from connecting and finding beauty in friendship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I love what your husband said. And I said, I don't want to experience this without you. Yeah. And I think that right there builds bridges. That's a sentence. Yeah. Built a bridge from your frustration with the weather to the beauty that was around you. Yeah. And I think sometimes, and I know you like you said something where we're comparing what we don't have, Mm. but sometimes we also compare our trauma. Agreed. We compare trauma. That's dangerous. That's like you haven't experienced it. No, yeah. my trauma. You don't understand. Is, no, it's like let me. No, mm-hmm. you don't understand. Like it wasn't even like, you know, like you just lost the baby. To it was early. It's not that serious. It wasn't that serious. I mean, you didn't. At least get to you really, know you can get pregnant. I. Oh my gosh! And it's like, yeah. but yeah. I, and so it's like you're comparing the trauma, and it's not allowing you to say, I don't want to even in and. A lot of times we think that like this statement of I don't want to experience it without you is only for the beautiful. But what about when nah, you that's right. That's I don't good, Mary. Experience this without you. That's good. I and you know what? You. I think that's what is really at the basis of faith. Yeah. Is God's sent his son so we don't have to experience it without him. Yeah. We don't have to be alone. Yeah. And And not to over-spiritualize it and to bring it back down to like day-to-day life. If you and I allow ourselves to compare our trauma, we would not be friends right now. No. (laughs) Because it's very different. It's totally different. There's there's so many layers and elements to each of our pain that we would miss out on some really fun laughs already in what are like two or three conversations. Yeah. And we would also miss out on like today we before we started recording we were just sharing our day and there's there's something about being able to say like today was hard and i just need you to be in it with me yeah or today was hard i'm in it with you mm-hmm. and so i agree like i i think that there's some really powerful things that happen when we're willing to be in someone's grief with them but be in their grief with them in a way in which they have allowed. Yeah. I just have to put that caveat in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Like I, I think that phrase, I don't want to do this without you, man. Can you imagine if, if 
you would have said that to someone and maybe you did, but just using your, your story and, and you walking through a miscarriage, you saying to Julie or your mom, I don't want to do this without you. I don't want to walk through this pain without you. And, um, I think it's just a mindset shift and hopefully a, a stigma shift because, Mm -hmm. and, and I, I'm speaking coming from this community of infertility and child loss and childlessness and all the things that come with that. And I can't imagine, and it makes me a little emotional. I can't imagine what our journeys would look like if we would say one to our partners, two Mm -hmm. to our friends and our family, I don't want to do this without you. Mm. Instead of hiding it, or being ashamed of it, or even just you sharing what you so humbly did and vulnerably did about your story of walking through abuse. Like, I want, I want to walk, like, that's a huge moment for you. I, I want to mm-hmm. sit with you and say, hey, thank you for like bringing that to the table. Thank you for letting us know that there's parts of your story that people don't know about. And and if they don't know, like it allows them to be reminded, don't assume that you know my trauma. Don't assume Mm -hmm. that you know my grief. And I think there's a difference of sitting with someone and being with someone in their trauma and grief and assuming that you know what it is. Yeah. And And so I think, yeah. And I think the, another reason why we're uncomfortable sitting with people in their trauma, because I think it also reveals the vulnerable parts of ourselves. Yeah, it does. It does. Because it's yeah. like, it's not always, it's easy to be in a room filled with laughter. Yeah. It's hard to be in a room where there's just weeping and sobbing yeah. Yeah. And, and tears and hurt yeah. and pain. Because yeah. you sit there and it kind of like, our initial reaction as people is to say, let me heal you. Let me yeah. make you better. Whereas yeah. I think the beautiful part of it is saying, I just want to experience this with you. Yeah. I'm going to sit right here in the corner and I'm yeah. going to be right here for you. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what you need me to do, but mm-hmm. I can sit here silently with you. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, like you said, is ensuring that that's the way the person needs you to be there. Because yeah. they, some people might say, hey, no, I don't want to be with anybody. I just want to sit yeah. on my own. Yeah. But hey, yeah. I'm, a phone, I'm a phone call away if you need yeah. me to come right over. And so yeah. sometimes it's not fixing the situation, but making yourself available to experience yeah. the situation with them. I think that's I really think- key, Mary, available. Yeah. Available. Sometimes that's all that's needed. Yeah. Cause I don't need yeah. you. Like sometimes I think we think that we have to come up with a solution. So grief makes people feel as if, okay, I have to be the solution. I have to make yeah. you smile because I don't know what it is, but I mean, I know for me for a long time, like people, I always used to tell my husband, if someone started crying in front of me, I got super awkward. Cause I'm like, I don't mm. know what to do. I don't yeah. know what to do. You're crying. What should I say to you? Yeah. Do I hug you? Did I tell you? Yeah. And sometimes it's just sitting there and saying, Hey, I'm right here. I'm yeah. here. You tell yeah. me how I can help you. How yeah. can I be here for you? Yeah. And good. if it's being silent, if it's if it's me hugging you, if it's me holding your hand, you yeah. tell me how yeah. I can be here. But know that yeah. I'm here. And yeah, I think that good. right is just that that yeah. 
is a game changer because yeah. nobody, regardless of how many times somebody tells you, no, I don't want anyone around me. No, I don't want, yeah. nobody wants to go through it alone. Yeah. We were designed for community and yeah. we don't want to go through it alone. We yeah. want somebody there with us and yeah. maybe not in this moment, but I think what I loved about when I went through the, mis- you know, I experienced miscarriage was knowing that there were people when I finally came mm. out and, or yeah. if I was doubting too much, or I, I felt myself just going into this dark place. I knew that there were people available yeah. that would say, Hey, I'm here. I'm yeah. not going to force myself on you. Yeah. I'm not going to quote a thousand scriptures Good. because I try now. I I know I know the scriptures. I know yeah. what God says. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to tap into it because I'm angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll come back to it. It's no I'll, worry. Exactly. Like it's there. It's there. But right yeah. now, I just want to feel all the feels and be justified yeah. for feeling all the feels. That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and I, I think that's a really cool thing. What you just said of. I want to be justified to feel what I want to feel. Yeah. And I think as people, we think that because we're uncomfortable with it, then God's uncomfortable with it. But actually like he's not, and we are justified. Yeah. Like he's already justified us to be okay, to not be okay. Mm, And so, you know, in that it's like, don't try to put on someone else, your awkwardness as God's awkwardness. Like it's not his awkwardness, right, girl? We could do a whole a whole podcast on that. Um, It's true, though. It is. It is. uh, We can't allow ourselves to. And and sadly, that's why people can lose faith in trauma. Yes, they lose their faith in trauma because they have had time after time people not allowing them space. And projecting that God's not okay with their pain when really he's perfectly okay with it. And he sent his son to remind us that he's okay with it. Yeah. And and so we allow then people to come in and be the voice of God versus actually knowing the truth and standing on that and reminding ourselves that he's not the same as people. We don't have to lose our faith in who God is. You know, I get asked that a lot. Like, how did you how do you still have your faith when you didn't get a baby? Okay, well, first of all, a long time ago, I had to make the decision, and I still do. This is this is not. I mean, Mother's Day is coming up, and um, honestly, the reality is, like for me, I in years past, it's been a horrible day. I hate it. I hate the week of all the commercials, mm-hmm. all the posts. Um, but this year, I feel different, and and I think that's because it's just different. But there's been moments where I have to remind myself, I have to remind myself that what I did not get is not who I am. That's the what I did not get is not who I am. Yeah. It's like, that's why I still have my faith. And that's the identity piece because a lot of us are hinging ourselves and our identity because- Over like you'll hear like even when we raise kids, like we tell our daughters like, oh, yeah, you can play with the doll. That's a baby. Mm -hmm. And so she begins to hint her identity to the fact that she needs a baby in her hand to feel like a mother, to feel like a woman. To feel yeah. feminine. And then we tell our sons, like, oh, you know, you have to do this in order to be considered a boy. And yeah. then they start to believe that if I don't, you know, if I'm not strong and I can't yeah. lift and I can't yeah. do this and provide and yeah. protect, and I'm not the first one running into yeah. danger, 
then I'm not fully a man. And so it's like, you're so right is what I did not get does not define who I am. It is not a definition. So like you are still a mother, even though we always try to make it seem as if motherhood is just at me holding a baby. Yeah. But you're holding people's yeah. legacy, people's dreams, people's aspirations. Yeah. You are mothering people spiritually. You're mothering yeah. people through your podcast. That's right. And yeah. that makes you yeah. a mother because yeah. you're calling things out of people. You're nurturing people back to health. Yeah. That's, that's a mother's heart. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I was thinking about it, like Sarah was called a mother before she had a baby in her Yeah. Hand. Yeah. So God... Well, I- Go ahead. Sorry. But like God <laughs> sees us for who we are before we even yeah. get there. And he doesn't oh, define us by what we don't have yet. Yeah. He, defined us, he defines us by our calling. And so yeah. we look at ourselves and we'll say, oh, you know, I'm yeah. not a mother. And it's like, you're right. Like for me, it's like, I always think like Mother's Day, it makes me awkward because sometimes too is I look at the women who don't like, you know, like don't physically have children. I'm like, this must be, you know, I don't like when people are like, oh, happy Mother's Day. I'm like everyone, every woman that walks through this door say happy Mother's Day yeah. because they're a mother. Yeah. They but I will say, I will say even with that though, I think that it's important for the churches to, to know their people. Because okay. Sundays for Mother's Day are really hard because you walk in and if you're a woman, you get told Happy Mother's Day. Ooh. And if you're going through this journey, that's also pain. It's you see, Very we, I didn't see, know that. We're, like, learn, we're learning. learning. We're yeah. learning. And and I think that's so the how thing do you is remedy like, that? So honestly, like <clears throat> personally, I mean, this is gonna sound like the most unchurched Mother's Day thing you've ever heard in your life. Um, but I just think <laughs> I just think it can even be as simple as I hope you enjoy this special day or um, don't say happy mother's day when people walk in the door and assume that every woman is a mother. Cause it could be a lot of different things. It might not even be that it's painful. It could be a woman who's chosen that they don't want to have kids. And mm. if they're walking through the door and you're saying happy mother's day for them, mm. it's, it's like, wait, I don't want to be a mom. Mm. right like they're they don't identify with that purpose and that calling um and so i think it's just for me churches i i think even father's day because it can be hard for my husband as well um is just celebrate it in a moment it doesn't have to be from the moment you walk in the door to the moment you walk out the door but that's also society as soon as they meet you how many kids do you have well, I don't yeah. have any kids, right? So it's it's kind of similar. So and something then the that are like, oh, what are you waiting for? When are you going to exactly? Have kids? Like, do oh, you, well, I are you going to adopt? No, I'm not adopting. I'm not having kids. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I, I think it's just re. And I, I'm still flushing this out in myself. To be real, mm-hmm. um, I think that to speak to the church aspect of it, um, have a moment, but it doesn't have to be every single moment of that day mm-hmm. because we are aware more and more in our culture that women are struggling in this area. And yeah. so one of the churches that we had attended, they would do this moment where um, they would have all the moms stand up, right? Mm-hmm. That can be a very painful moment as well. For those of us going through this, they would celebrate. And then the pastor would say, if you have it in your heart to be a mom or you've lost a child and you're a mom in your heart, will you please stand up? I love that. And it was so powerful every year. Now, sometimes I was hurting so bad. I didn't stand up either time. Right. 
Um, sometimes if I go to church and I'm feeling it and I, they're like, all the moms stand up. I stand up cause I have three babies in heaven and I'm a mom. Yeah. But there are some years where it's, uh, it's painful for me. So I think it's just being like aware that in society, like, first of all, I do want to go back and say, I agree. I am a mom. And I do feel like that women carry a mother instinct and an ability to care for people that men don't naturally have. And so there is a mothering heart in all of us. And so I think that that's a different way to say it of there's a mothering heart in all of us, but not all of us are mothers. Mm. And so if, if churches and if communities and friends, and I say families, because to be honest, sometimes the most pain can be triggered by family. (laughs) I mean, we both know like that's just, (laughs) so um, I think if we can help them understand like, Hey, um, yes, I'm really great at having a mother's heart, but I'm not a mom. Mm. And I just think it's different. But, but what's, what I want to say is the heart behind that is simply just to educate and to share. And like, like we're learning right now from each other. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. How, how can I share with you? Like, how can you learn from me? How can I learn from you? And I just feel like that is part of walking in purpose. Like, mm-hmm. let's just be yeah. honest. Part of that is we have to be able to walk in relationship and doing that means being okay with awkward conversations sometimes. Yes. And I love that. I like that because you just taught me, you taught me a lot. And so it's like, even on a day-to-day basis is understanding. Cause to me, not being, not experiencing what you've experienced, mm. I don't know how to deal with it the way you see Yeah. It. And that's okay. Yeah. And yeah. that's why we're building the bridge to say, Hey, right. cross over. For that's a exactly lot of times, right. like I, I feel as if like, you know, a bridge connects two points that would never yeah. be connected without it. And a lot of times yeah. I think that's women so with mothers and people who've been, you know, women who have gone through infertility, who've gone through miscarriages, who, yeah. who are, who, who have chosen to be childless is yeah. we don't have a bridge. So it's yeah. like, I'm afraid to say anything yeah. because I don't know your reaction. And then yeah. it's like, I don't want to like, you know, it's like, yeah. sometimes it's like I don't want to correct your kids because I don't want yeah. you to feel as if I, right. I'm not a mother. So mother, exactly come around and yeah. say, well, don't do that. But yeah. if we can have an, a space where we say, Hey, you know, yeah. we're all learning and I it's get good. what you were trying to say, but yeah. perhaps saying it this way. And that's what just happened. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. now I'm like, basically yeah. it makes me a better person. Yeah. To everybody, and I'm able yeah. to reach more people because now, yeah. Hey, my friend, Bonnie Root just taught me something. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So now when I meet a woman who's going through this, yeah, I can say, Hey, you know, I now know off the bat, like initially how to in- yeah. I- initiate that, co- you know, get into yeah. the conversation if it comes up and I know what not to say and I know how to yeah. deal with it. And that yeah. doesn't become a, a, a kind of like a sore thumb yeah. when I say something wrong and then they're like, wow, yeah. that's so yeah. insensitive. But it's yeah. like, it's not that I'm trying to be insensitive. It's just that yeah. nobody has ever spent the time to build a bridge. So I yeah. know how to cross over. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how to cross over. So, well, and I think that's beautiful. Like Mary, because the reality is there is a gap between us as yeah. women. And, and, and often that's because of our insecurities and fears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is no different than if I come into your home and I'm around your kids mm-hmm. and, um, 
you know, one of them I think might be acting up. I need to be aware that I'm not their mom, first of all. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I need to have a consideration of knowing the culture of your home. And mm-hmm. that comes with friendship and time. And so yeah. I think that, and I'm bringing this example up on on the reverse side, because I think it would behoove me to come and say, hey, Mary, um, do you want me to help with this? Do Hey, do you want me to take care of that? Like mm-hmm. I'm stepping into your world and I'm getting your permission. Mm-hmm. And then it may be that we're out for coffee and I'm, and, and I had said, Hey, like, stop doing that. Oh, okay. Lower your voice. Oh, okay. Don't run in the house. And you're like, I'm totally fine with them running in the house. But <laughs> you have to have, you have to have that conversation yeah. with me. Like yeah. I need to be able to support you and the culture of your home. And so really that's what it's doing. It's supporting the culture of what we're building within the legacy that we're stewarding. Because mm, you're, le- you're stewarding legacy and I'm stewarding legacy and it looks very different. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the reality is for us to step in into, like we talked about earlier, be mm. present, be with each other, link arms in your legacy and my legacy, then we got to have some conversations and we got to be okay like navigating it and you saying, hey, like I don't mind if they run in the house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I don't need to... So I don't need to take that offensively and be like, oh, Mary's saying that because she I'm not a mom and she thinks I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. That is not what you said. What you said was you just you allowed me the opportunity to know, like, hey, actually I don't mind. And then I don't gotta waste my energy on it. I can go <laughs> run with them and have fun, right? That's true. And so I, I think it's it's just like the word of God talks about iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And so one man sharpens another. And I just yeah. want to say, like, if we as women would be willing to not make assumptions out of how we feel or how something made us feel or what we understood about it, but that we would just be like, Hey, like you said, this, is that what you meant? Or Hey, Mary, like, could you not say like this? Could you not say happy mother's day to me? Oh, bunny Ruth. Yeah, totally. Um, or vice versa, like, Hey, Bonnie Ruth, can you not like, you don't got to worry about the kids. I got it. Mm, You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I just think it's, it's being aware and entering each other's, um, lanes and the legacies that we're stewarding and being comfortable enough to learn how to steward it when we're in each other's lanes. Mm. And, um, I think it's also okay to be in each other's lanes. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. so good. Oh my God. This has been so good. This has I been know. So I, good. I feel like we could talk for hours. Um, <laughs> I and, and I think it, I think it's partly because we're both passionate about women discovering that purpose is at hand. Yes. Right. Purpose is at hand, whether you're in the day-to-day grind with three kids or you're in the day-to-day grind of redefining what legacy means. The mm-hmm. reality is like, my life and my story and my journey and your life and your story and your journey, we don't have to hit pause on purpose. No. And I hope that every listener is understanding that we don't have to have the same story to champion each other's purpose. Mm, That's so good. That's relationship. It's healing and community. I don't have to, we don't have to look, it doesn't have to look the same for me to say men. I can 
you know, I can pray for you. I can yeah. be there for you. You can call yeah. me up and tell me if you need prayer, if you need to yeah, talk, whatever it is. Like, yeah. I don't have to. And, and I think that that's the biggest lie that we tell ourselves. Like, I can't talk to you because you've, you haven't been through what I've been. I've been. Yeah. Through. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have to go through it. Like Jesus, Jesus wasn't like, we, we look at the the woman at the well, Jesus Mm. didn't go through what she went through before he had compassion on her. Yeah. Or the prostitute that was getting stoned. He didn't have to do what she did to understand and have compassion in his heart for, for her. Yeah. That's good. I mean, a lot of these things is that's the biggest lie that we we you know the enemy uses to basically divide us is yeah unless you experience it don't speak to it yeah no yeah feel compassionate for you that's right yeah and I can show up for you and I can stand and lock arms with you and I can be your community and I can be your closest friend and I can be a prayer warrior I could be your greatest champion yeah I I can champion you into purpose I don't have to know and feel yeah. it in the trenches or gone through it to know that that's good I'm a friend I love you I'm here yeah. for you yeah and I want to see you succeed so yeah. that's good yeah. amen that's amen good. That. preach it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's so I'm good. so honored that we got to have this conversation and I and I, I'm just honored to to be uh, you know in your world and I'm honored to have you in mine and it, I think it's going to be good. I look forward to more conversations. Yes, I. me too. Same here. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that as you listen to Mary and I chat, that you left the conversation feeling so encouraged that thriving relationships are possible. Whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you are childless, whether you are a mom, whether you are trying to conceive. No matter where you are or where your friends are, I hope you see the possibility of diving into hard conversations, being a part of each other's lives, and being able to walk together no matter what your season is. Thank you so much again for joining us, and we look forward to having you next time.